6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. All right, the CFL is finally back with the 2022 regular season set to kick off in just a couple of hours in Calgary. Tonight is the season opener for the Stamps. They take on the Alouettes at McMahon Stadium. Now, the Stamps, you'll remember, went 8-6, and six, finished third in the West Division, and then fell in the West Semifinal to the Rough Riders 33-30 in overtime last season. Well, the Elks... <laughs> they kick off their season Saturday night in BC, taking on the Lions. The Elks, it was an ugly season last year. Let's be real. The 2021 campaign, uh, they finished that off with a CFL worst record of 3-11. and Now, in last weekend's preseason game between the Stamps and the Elks, the Stamps took it to the Elks 37-7. Uh, Elks coach Chris Jones not happy with the team's performance. Dave Campbell is the Edmonton Elks color commentator on 630 Ched. Jock Wilson, the host of the uh, Stamps radio broadcast and sports talk with Jock on CHQR. Dave, Jock, nice to have you along this afternoon. Hey, Jalen. Jalen, it is always good to be on the drive here in Calgary and, of course, on your show on 630 Ched. And I'll say this, we're still licking our wounds after the Battle of Alberta. (laughs) But I, I think in the football <laughs> battle of Alberta, Calgary is going to pay the Elks back on behalf of the Calgary Flames. I was going to say I am not putting any bets whatsoever on the football version of the Battle of Alberta this year. Not a chance. Jock, uh, how's the team looking going into tonight's game? You know, this. you mentioned the Stampeders finished 8-6 and six yeah. last season, and, and you're bang on. They did, and they did lose that playoff game to the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, which is disappointing because they didn't play well. Rene Paredes, their all-star, punt, uh, all-star kicker, excuse me, you know, he missed some field goals, which was very uncharacteristic. That was a game they should have won. The Stampeders, you know, jumped out of the gates last season, and jump was probably the bad word. They they stumped out of the gates uh, last season. <laughs> they, they were 1-4, and four, and everybody remembers the Labor Day game where I was stunned like everybody else that the uh, Stampeders were beaten by the Elks at the time and 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 then it was the return match in Edmonton that maybe kick-started the Stampeders season but they started one and four they were two and six and a lot of people me included thinking this is going to be the year that Mm. the run is over the Stampeders are not going to make the postseason but they really came together as a team in the second half of the season they played well they were the youngest team in the Canadian Football League last year the core is back they're a different team there are some new faces but with that core being back there is a lot of excitement here in Calgary with this team and a lot of it will depend on their number one quarterback, Bo Levi Mitchell. He's healthy, looks good in training camp. You know, I know didn't have a great preseason game, number one against the BC Lions, but uh, this this team could go very, very far with Bo Levi Mitchell. Even if Bo doesn't play great, I, I think they're pretty comfortable with backup quarterback Jake Mayer. And Dave, hold on a second. I'm going to get to you in a second. You know, Jock, I, I know Bo Levi Mitchell had those injuries last year, that broken leg. Mm-hmm. He came back after three days, or three not three days, three weeks, which is still mind-blowing to me. Um, you know, and then that shoulder injury, he's getting a lot lot of questions about that shoulder injury and I think he's getting fed up asked and being asked about it but he's saying it's feeling really good even watching him what do you think yeah, you know, it's it's an interesting where his his mechanics look very good. And 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 hey, I've never thrown a football in my life professionally and I'll never try to throw a football professionally in my life. But I will say this, Dave Dickinson has and Dave Dickinson says his mechanics are very very solid. 
best they've been in a long, long time. And we know what's happened with that shoulder. We know about the surgeries from that perspective. I, I do believe it's it's good, but we've heard that before, you know, from the organization. It, only when the, the, the live bullets start flying tonight, uh, we're going to really get a good sense on what Bull Levi Mitchell is all about. I'm, I, I'm comfortable saying he's healthy and he's ready to go. Uh, last season, though, he, he he made so many mental mistakes and and, and underthrew a lot of receivers and, and was picked off 13 times. That can't happen, you know, and it's going to be very intriguing to me. It's going to be a great storyline. If he does stumble, you know, does Dave Dickinson pull the, the trigger a little quicker yeah. and, and obviously pull his quarterback and go with Jake Mayer? Uh, I, I don't think he'll do that early. But, you know, maybe two or three games in, we might see it. And Dave Campbell, uh, your color commentator for the uh, Edmonton Elks uh, on 630. Chad, there's been a lot of talk about quarterback. Uh, we'll go from quarterback to quarterback here about quarterback Nick Arbuckle. Uh, you know, uh, Coach Jones has been keeping it pretty close to his chest about who's going to start, but it looks fairly obvious that it's going to be Arbuckle. Um, is that the latest that you're hearing? Yeah, I think it's going to be Nick Arbuckle under center uh, in, in, uh, at BC Place Stadium in Vancouver on Saturday. Been taking all the reps, and, you know, today was a, a closed practice for day three, but the injury report said another full day of participation for Nick Arbuckle. Uh, Jock knows Arbuckle well, better than I do probably, but, you know, he's someone who is very determined uh, to be a starting quarterback and to prove that he is a starting quarterback in this league, and he's hungry because he arrived here in Edmonton in late October in a trade from the Toronto Argos, and he spent the five remaining games watching, which I think didn't sit well with him particularly. But, you know, he took it as a pro, came into camp, and there were a lot of talk in the offseason how, you know, Chris Jones maybe didn't prefer Nick Arbuckle uh, compared to other quarterbacks uh, around the league. But, uh, you know, Nick Arbuckle is his, his best guy. It's not even close. And uh, unfortunately for the Elks, unlike the Stampeders who have Jake Mayer behind Boldy by Mitchell, you don't have a yeah. lot of quality yet behind Nick Arbuckle. You have Taylor Cornelius, who was one and six as a starter last year and showed some flashes, but uh, showed, you know, he's got a lot of work to do to prove he's a starting quarterback. Trey Ford's the eighth overall pick, uh, quarterback out of Waterloo, the head Creighton Trophy winner. He's uh, He has some promise, but he's really, really raw. And you got Kyle Oxley out of UTEP, who's probably the, the best quarterback outside of uh, – uh, out of uh, our buckle at this point, but how soon does he get in the game? So Chris Jones has hinted he's dressing three quarterbacks, and he's also <laughs> hinted as well all three of them may play on Saturday. It's going to be fascinating to uh, watch that game on Saturday night as well. There's a lot of buzz around uh, you know, the BC Lions right now with the ticket sales and all that sort of stuff. So that'll be interesting to see how that all shakes down. Before we run out of time here, question for both of you. Um, who's the team that has to be defeated tonight? Who's the one to watch? Are we looking at the, the Blue Bomber set to three-peat again, Jock? Well, first of all, let me say about Nick Arbuckle. Nick Arbuckle <laughs> is a class individual. Nick Arbuckle wants to be the best quarterback in the league. He's a student of the game. Uh, I think Edmonton has a good one, and I'll be stunned if Chris Jones doesn't play him a little <laughs> bit more. On that note, on that note, hey, the, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, they're the defending champions. It's a modern-day dynasty. They've won back-to-back -back championships. Obviously, the year of the pandemic was sandwiched in between from that perspective. Uh, they have a very veteran offensive line. They've got the most outstanding player in the game in Zach Caleros. You know, they've got some, some they, they lost a receiver, obviously, but they've, they've got some some talent and they've got a very, very good defense, even though I, I hear Jackson Jeffcoat is not going to play tomorrow night in their game. So I, I think they set the bar 
And, you know, can there be a team like the Calgary Stampeders? And I'll be a homer. Uh, I think if there is a team that maybe could knock them off, uh, it, it could be the team in red and white. Oh, Jack, I love it when you're, Jack, I love it when you're a homer. Dave, what about you? <laughs> I hate to agree with Jock because he's my nemesis, but I, I do agree with him. Um, I think Calgary is the biggest threat in the West to Winnipeg. I think Winnipeg in all positions, most positions are elite in the CFL better than anyone else. Um, receiver, I think they lost, uh, I think they lost a piece or two, which is going to hurt them, but their lines are so good, especially on the offensive line and the defensive line. Uh, the kicking game isn't all that great because they don't have Sergio Castillo because he's here in Edmonton with the Elks. So, uh, but I do think people are riding off Bo Levi Mitchell a little bit too early here. And I still have question marks in the back of my head about Bo, but I know very well how capable Bo Levi Mitchell is and how hard he works. And I think there's a chance for him to really resurrect himself as, as an elite quarterback. Once again, uh, riders, I, I think they'll be competitive. I just don't see them overtaking uh, the bombers at this point. Lions and Elks could be wild cards. I think the Elks, you know, someone called me. A, I think it was Mark Steven last week, actually, that uh, said to me, I think he thinks the Elks are, could be a wild card. There's a lot of question marks around this team uh, with Chris Jones at the helm. Uh, it, there's a lot of new here. So I don't think people don't know how to read the uh, the Elks. But, yeah, the bombers. Uh, don't know if they'll three-peat, but they are the favorites right now on uh, on June the 9th. I am just thrilled that we're talking football again. Guys, we're out of time. want to remind everyone that the Truman Insurance pregame show gets underway 5.30 this afternoon on 770 CHQR. On Ched Saturday night, the countdown to kickoff, 6.30. Dave, Jock, thank you for this. Hey, Victor Quee is a very good ad for the Edmonton Elks. Chris Jones, he's a heck of a football coach, too. <laughs> I can't All wait. Right. Here we go. Go Elks, go Stamps. All right, Dave, Jock, thank you for that.